The priest's lips, I mean, should keep knowledge. That's the word of God. That means when he opens his, his mouth, what's coming out? Not little stories, but he has the word of God. The priest's lips. You see the duty of the priest? His lips should keep knowledge. That's the knowledge of the word of God. Not the knowledge of today's news. Or what's going on in, in Merced or around. That's not what the Bible is talking about. It's the word of God. His lips should have an understanding of the, um, of the word of God. And they should seek. Notice. The congregation, the people, the church. They should seek the law at his mouth. When they want to understand and hear from God. They don't go to a fortune teller or whatever. But they go to a pastor, a minister. Uh, to, um, to hear the word of God. See, when the disciples wanted to know. Uh, the signs of the hand in Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 15. They went to Jesus and asked him, what shall be the signs of your coming on the end of the age? On the end of the age? And Jesus sat down and explained uh, to them. So he said that the people, they should seek the law at his mouth. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. You know what? The priest is what? The messenger of the Lord of, uh, of hosts. And remember now that uh, he's going to send Elijah, the messenger. See? Now when the messenger comes, his lips must be with knowledge. And the people will seek the law at his mouth because he's going to turn the hearts of the children back to the word of God and the fathers back to the law. And you're going to find out as we go into um, the minor prophets. You know, there are 12 minor prophets. Anybody can name the 12 minor prophets? Beginning at Jose. And there's 14 uh, chapters in that, which is not really a minor because Daniel is a major prophet, only as 12. But um, they, they regard Jose as a minor prophet. Uh, and you have them going on, Jose, Joel, and so, uh, until you reach Malachi. There's, um, what was it, 12? There are 12 uh, minor prophets. Now, the treasures and the wisdom that's hidden in these uh, books. And we don't read these books very much. We don't even want to hear about them. Abaka, like that, those books. And uh, uh, most of us can't even find these books. Because we are not acquainted with the Bible. You go to church but you might hear a, a little verse on offering and tithe and what you should be giving. Uh, and, and so but the depth of the word of God. Uh, it's, it's many times hidden. But to the priest lips. See when he gets on his feet. He should always have the word. Nothing but the word. Amen. A knowledge of the word of God. And the people should receive. The truth, which is the word of God, from the lips of the priest. And he says, for he is, the priest, he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. That's what he is. He carries a message. Okay? Well, what, what is the message? The, the, um, the message is the word of God. The priest is the messenger of the word of God. That's what he carries. Uh, you know, when the mailman comes, he brings mail. Right? 
But when the priest comes, he brings the word of God. When he knocks on your door, uh, he has the word of God. When he opens up his Bible, he's explaining to you the word of God. The word of God that has been shut up, closed, and uh, it's lost. Even in the uh, Old Testament, they found the word of God where? It was lost, but where did they find it? Right in the temple, in church. So you go to church, but the word of God is lost there. You're not hearing the word of God. Amen. And because you're not hearing the word of God, you don't have faith. You can't believe God for anything. But the Bible says that the word of God was reading. Um, Sister Joy was reading there from the book of, um, of, of, of uh, Faith of God's Elect. And that's a, that's a good book because it was written by my favorite author, me. See, so that's a good book. I encourage you to read that book. Take your time and read it. I, I stay uh, up at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning reading that book. And, um, you know, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I'm asking God to open my mind. Because uh, it's, it's heavy reading. And I would like to understand more. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. But then it goes on here. But ye are departed uh, out of the way. Why does he have to send Elijah the prophet? Because, because they are departed out of the way. Now what we're dealing with now, we're, we're going into, we're not just dealing with uh, little promises, you know, and you're going to get something, give something, you get. That's not what you're, we're going into the, we're trying to get into end time, the mind of Christ, what God is going to do. So you've got to pay attention. And you want a prophet to rise up, don't you? You want somebody, but no prophet can rise up without a knowledge of the word of God. You've got to have the word of God like the priest has to keep knowledge under his lips. When he opens his mouth, it's not gossiping and, and all that stuff that's coming out. But it's the word of God. In other words, he has his, uh, like uh, Brother Steve was talking about, uh, uh, circumcision, circumcising, uh, uh, your foreskin. See, cutting away all of that uh, uh, stuff, uh, Gilgal, which means rolling. All of that stuff was to be rolled. Joshua took the sharp knife and cut it at Gilgal. And their foreskin and it was rolled away. See? And uh, those they are going to war and those that were weak hearted could not go. See? Those that were faint hearted couldn't go. It took brave men and women. Uh, in these last days it's going to take brave men and women to, that loves God and love the church. And they're going to stand up for the house of God. And they're going to... Uh, Get rid of all of their uh, um, their sins. So here he says, For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. But you are departed out of the way. That's the way of the Lord. They're gone back from Christ. They've, they've uh, left uh, Jesus Christ. And they've departed from the way. Said, oh, Christ is the way. We know who's the way. They, When Christ came, they did not receive him. They rejected him. Said, uh, we will not have this man to reign over us. Said They said, but uh, he have caused many. Look at that. Many to stumble at the law. Okay? Why? How would I cause? How would somebody cause you to stumble? By not having the truth. See, by not preaching the truth. By not staying in the scripture. See, you cause many to stumble from what? Because they did not get a knowledge of the word of God. When your lips should be uh, keeping the word of God. Your, your, your lips has no word. You have other things in your mind. You have carnal words. Uh, give me, 
let me talk about sports and politics. And you get up in the pulpit and instead of uh, preaching the truth of the word of God, what's coming out of your lips? See, it's not line upon line and precepts upon precepts. So the people stumble. Why do they stumble? Because they don't know God. They don't study. They're not, they don't have the spirit of studying on them. They hear it, but they don't hear it. See, and the people stumble because they did not know the word of God. Amen. And ye have corrupted the covenant of Levi, uh, said the Lord of hosts. So you see, when they departed, it's a lot that went on. That uh, the Elijah's ministry has to, um, has to restore. They've corrupted the covenant of Levi, said the Lord of hosts. Therefore have I also made you contemptible and base before all the people. That's what God will do. You think you're getting away with it? Nobody gets away with anything. You don't, you don't yield. Uh, uh, you don't submit to God. You don't humble yourself. He'll make a fool out of you. He'll make, uh, you, you, you think we don't get away with anything. You see, well, pastor, that's not the way I learn it. But look at what the Bible says. The Lord says, if you depart from the word of God, if you despise the word of God, if, if, uh, you see, if you, um, will not submit to the word of God, say, so God say, I'll make a fool out of you. you. When you stand before the Lord, you'll be ashamed. See, you will not be in the first resurrection, but you will be in the final resurrection, which is the resurrection of shame. And where it goes on, according as he have not kept my ways, but have been partial. Look at that. In the law, you can be partial. Even in church, you give a position to somebody that didn't deserve it. And someone that deserved it, you uh, didn't, according to your feelings or your attitude towards them. So uh, Malachi brings it out real good. And um, also, here, here's, here is scriptures in, then you go to, it's, it's all over the, 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 the Bible. What started, um, what started after um, Solomon's death with uh, Jeroboam uh, and Rehoboam. There was a lot that went on. Uh, Jeroboam uh, the first um, began idolatry. He brought the golden calves and there was one in, was it Bethel? Uh, where one was in Gilgal, was it? Help me. And one in Dan. And then he said, why go up to Jerusalem to worship? Because he was afraid that the heart of the children of Israel, the ten tribes, would go back to the house of David. So what did he do? He, 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 is, he, uh, he put a stumbling block before the children of Israel and they fell for it. And before you know it, they were worshiping uh, golden calves. And he said, these be like God, oh Israel. And they were dancing before it. And uh, uh, it goes on the lesson where they God sent a prophets and wise men. But they wouldn't listen to the prophet. And one prophet went and he was even smitten by the lion. Because he himself disobeyed God. And then later on we have, uh, further down we have a man by the name of Elijah. Uh, a different prophet that came on the scene. And uh, uh, he came on, he says, as the Lord God liveth before whom I stand. You think he was just standing before God or was he before God a long time? He heard the voice of God and he wasn't just acting because he was Elijah. He came with a message and he said, the Lord God before whom I stand, there shall be neither rain nor dew uh, upon the earth, but according to my words for these many years. 
See, God is going to send again. We're finding out this man, Elijah, is coming back. That's what we're studying. Now, now he has to come back with a message. See, he's not just coming back. I, if I'm standing here, but I don't have a message. See, if I don't have the word of God, I've not been studying. I cannot present the, the word of God to you. What's going to happen to you? You're, you're going to go blind spiritually. You're not going to understand the way of the Lord. And uh, you will miss God. But uh, if I if I love the congregation, then I'm going to study. And I'm going to get the truth of the word of God and understand it rightly dividing. See, you're supposed to divide it. But you can divide. Uh, it's like a butcher, right? You know, you you got skilled butcher, but you have some. Uh, they're not skillful. And they will just chop, chop, chop anything. And they miss the joints. But here comes a skillful butcher. And he goes for the joints. Right? And he knows how to join that that uh, that meat or whatever. And not just uh, cut it all over. Well, do you know that there are joints? That the word of God. And you can get there and be able to take one part of the word of God. And put it with the other part. And line upon line. And precepts upon precepts. And here a little. And, there, and before you know it. Oh, the people are saying, I understand what God is saying. I understand what God is doing. You see, you go into the Old Testament and the New Testament. Here a little and there a little. You get the word of God and you present it to the, to the people of God and they begin to eat it. And before you know it, they have a knowledge of how rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. See, uh, so uh, Elijah, this, this great prophet came on suddenly. Out of nowhere. And then he disappeared suddenly. And uh, nobody even know where he's gone. Because uh, the chariots of God. The chariot of God. Came and parted Elijah and Elisha. And he went up into a fiery chariot. Can you imagine? A fiery chariot and horses and fire. And then he disappeared. And even the sons of the prophets didn't know. They say maybe he's cast on a mountain. Let's go search for him. But they didn't find it. Now we have the promise that he's coming back. Uh, we have the promise even in the Old Testament. Not just in the New Testament which we will get to. But in the Old Testament says that uh, I will send Elijah. He called him by name. Okay. Uh, in Was it Malachi? Back in Malachi chapter now. That would be ch uh, chapter 3. What verse? Malachi chapter 3 said I will send uh, Elijah, uh, my um, servant, chapter 4, yes, go to chapter 4, yes, okay, uh, we'll get back to chapter 3, but 4 said, let me read from verse 1, for behold, the day is coming, that shall burn as an oven, so when Elijah come, oh, what's going to happen, now, it's going to be time of judgment, burning oven, what is that oven is, what when, um, uh, an oven that's burning and you put something in there, what do you do? You bake it. Okay? You, you, not necessarily to burn it up, but to cook something. To make something come around. An oven that, uh, but if you have an oven that you turn it on and it goes off and the light goes off and the heat goes, what happened? But you want an oven that continuously burning, purifying, baking, getting something ready. And God's getting ready to fix something, a meal for the world, a starving world. And he's going to send Elijah and the days come that shall burn. As an oven. Amen. And be, uh, he said. And all the proud. See you want to lose your spirit right. That proud spirit. I can't go to church. I can't. I'm not. 
that Bible, I don't believe. You have to lose all that proud spirit. And here's what, here's what the oven, when God lights that oven. Now, the oven is not uh, just a, a place that he carved out in the rocks and put wood in there. No, these are fiery uh, men and women of God. These are men and women that are on fire for God. They've got the fire shut up in their bones. And the day coming that uh, 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 said that shall burn as an oven. Okay, that's the kingdom coming into the kingdom age. That's when uh, we are going to be uh, coming out of the church age into the kingdom age. And you'll find that even in Second Peter chapter 3, we'll get there in the future. But he said, and all the proud, look, and all the proud, what is it going to do? What is it going to burn up? That proud spirit that is in us. Because you cannot kneel before God. You cannot humble yourself. And all the proud. Yea and all that do wickedly. Shall be stubborn. You know what the stubborn the fuel is? Huh? Everybody's not going to be burned up. Because if you're wheat. And if you get all that stuff out of you. See but if you're just stubborn. You know like. Uh, firewood. You're going to be burnt up. Because the fire is sent to burn up the uh, chaff. But the wheat will not be burnt. So the Bible is wonderful, he said. And all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubborn. Do you want to be stubborn? Or do you want to come through the fire? Do you want to be stubborn? Or do you want to survive the fire when the oven is lit? When God's judgment and God's wrath is lit? Do you want to be saved? Well, you can be tonight. And the day that cometh, look at it, verse uh, 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 what? One, two, still said, uh, and all the day that and said, and the day that cometh shall burn as an oven. What day? That that millennium day. It's not just one day as twenty-four hour, but is that period, the day of the Lord? All of that during that period of time, that millennium. You better change. You better turn to God, otherwise, that's the oven that God's gonna eat. The, the millennium age. It's like an oven. Anything that goes there has got to be purified. Because nothing that's unclean shall penetrate to the kingdom of God. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, said the Lord of hosts. That it shall leave them neither root nor branch. There's nothing that's going to uh, get a hold or be established in the kingdom that's not righteous. You know when something, you plant the flowers and they take root. Huh? And it sends out branches. God said it's going to go down. And burn the very root, the branches, everything's gonna be burnt out. So you will not have an existence or a name in the kingdom of God. You know, it's like a, a person, um, uh, you might be in the world, but you have no relatives. Just you alone in the world. And then you die, you have no offspring because it's just you alone. Well, the Lord is saying now, because you have not laid up any righteous work, you have not done anything for God. So when the fire comes, when the oven comes, you have no roots. See, there's nothing from you. That can be established in the kingdom of God. Because you have no roots. You've never done anything for God. You've never sent down your roots. Like the tree. That's planted by the rivers of water. That uh, uh, it, the roots are gone down in Christ. Uh, Christ is that soil. Amen. That good soil that you put your roots in. And unless you send it down in the word of God. You have no roots. But the day will burn up everything that you ever worked for. And uh, you will be left without anything. But um, it goes on. Verse. Um, uh, verse. Um, what. Um, uh, four, two. 
Uh, but unto you, look at, look, at, look at the chain. Look at something to rejoice about. Huh? Look at what something to praise God. How wonderful the word of God. Look at how you can save yourself. How you can love God. How you can really reach out to the Lord. But unto you, that fear my name. Anybody fear the name of the Lord? Does anybody say yes, that's the word of God? Is anybody here tonight that's saying I believe that word? I believe and Lord, I don't want to be burnt up. When the, uh, that oven is lit. I don't want to be stubble. I don't want to be woody and stubble. But I want to be gold, silver and precious stone. Is there anyone here tonight. That you're sending your roots down in Christ. That soil. That good soil. That you will bring forth truth. Said but unto you that fear my name. Hallelujah. Fear my name. He said God I fear your name. You talk to him. Tell him you fear his name. Say Lord I want you to know that I'm not a perfect man or woman. But I fear your name. Take every pride out of me. But unto you that fear my name. He's got a message. What's going to happen to you that fear my name? Help me. A shall the son of righteousness arise. A what? The son of righteousness arise. With what? Healing. The son of righteousness arise with healing from this cold. Dark world. No light is shining. You get that? Without Jesus Christ there is no light. He said I am the light of the world. And when you fear his name. To, to you that fear my name. How do you know you fear the name? You love the word of God. You study the word of God. You read the word of God. But unto them that fear my name. Shall the son. So you ought to shout right there. Shall the son of righteousness. Who is that son of righteousness? Jesus Christ, the messenger of the covenant. Shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. Come on, we need a healing. This world need a healing. This world has been going under the curse. You need a healing. I need a healing. Yes, you do. You do. We've gone all of sin. We've gone astray. And we want to escape that day. When the heaven of the millennium will be lit. And by so we fear the name of the Lord. But unto you. Here's a hope. Here's a promise. Unto you that fear my name. Shall. Morning is coming. Morning is coming. The darkness is past. And the true light now shine. Morning. Daylight is coming. To you that fear my name. Shall the son. Of righteousness. My my my. Arise. Have you ever seen that morning sun coming over there? Huh? Well, look in your heart. Come on, look in your heart tonight. That dark cloud, all of that was in your heart. But can you see the rising of a sun? Daylight, daybreak, as the dawning of a new day, a new experience with God. The devil had you for years and years, but now God is setting you free. You're getting out of the cage, you're getting out of the darkness. You're being translated, being delivered from the kingdom of darkness, from the power of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. What a morning. It's a morning without cloud, daybreak. And you don't have to wait for the trumpet to sound. For you, tonight can be daybreak. Uh, tonight, many of us have had a, a morning uh, when you came to Christ. Uh, like when uh, the, your, your uh, foreskin has been rolled away, Gilgal. All of that has been rolled away. And uh, you see daybreak. And you enter into the house of God. I was glad 
when they say unto me, let us go into the house of God. And we recognize it not like God, was it Jacob? And he didn't even know where he was. You see, that's how much he, he didn't know. See, but he, he grew. Uh, Jacob didn't know very much at that time. He's trying to save his life. And when he lighted upon a place, truly Bethel, the house of God, but Jeroboam and all of them defiled it. And they brought golden calves. When uh, was it Jacob anointed that stone? But what happened? What happened to Jeroboam? See, uh, not because you serve God means others are going to serve God. But you purpose in your heart that you will not, you will not defile yourself with the world or the portion of the king's meat. But you will serve the Lord. But unto you that fear my name. I feel like shouting right there. You know, Do you understand what I mean? When you stop and focus on God and say my Lord I love this. But unto you that fear my name. Shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wing. What healing? Healing from the curse. Remember? That, that, that curse. And the curse that predicted in Malachi. That unless they turn to the law of Moses they will be cursed. Unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness. That's Christ. Uh, the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. Uh, uh, it doesn't mean that Christ has some wings like a bird. But is his presence, his shadow. Okay? The presence. He that dwelleth in the shadow of the Almighty. That's the presence of God. Uh, when you're in the presence of God, there's healing and deliverance. In the presence of Almighty God. He arrives with healing in his ring. And he shall go forth. No. And grow up as calves of the stall. Man well nourished. You ever see a calf? They're drumping and kicking. And they have no concern. That's what the Lord said. You'll be springing and drumping and running. You're not sitting around worrying. Calves of the stall. You're fatted calf. And uh, you will grow up like that. You've got the word of God. You're well fed. Well nourished on the sincere milk of the word of God. When you serve God and love God, that's what's going to happen. Like that little calf that's jumping and kicking because that calf just had a milk uh, from the mother. And you've got the sincere milk of the word of God and interpretation of the word of God. And so you're kicking and jumping and laughing and shouting and praising God. Amen. And you will grow up. Notice you will uh, grow up as calves of the stall. You'll go forth and grow up, grow up into him in all things, as calf of the stall, and he shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the sole of your feet in the day, in the day that I shall do this, said the Lord of hosts. Remember, goes on now. Come on, he's gonna bring them to the law. It's not just the Ten Commandments. Okay? Uh, you've got to go back now and uh, you're going to find out they're going to go into all of those prophets. Like Jesus began at Moses and the prophets. He said, remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all uh, Israel, said with the statutes and the judgments. Uh, behold, and look, here's what he's going to do now. This, uh, you make your shout. Okay? Behold, I will send you Elijah. The prophet. Is that in your Bible? Is that Elijah in your Bible? The old I will send you Elijah. Is it up there? Uh, that's what I'm reading. Elijah the prophet. My mind. When? His prophecy. When he's going to send? 
I will send him to you, but when am I going to send him? Before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. So uh, that's why John was right. When they said, are you Eli Elias? Elijah said, no, I'm not. Because that was not the great and dreadful day. The first coming was not the great and dreadful day of the Lord. But the, the, the first coming was a time of salvation. Okay, it was a time of salvation. But the great and dreadful day of the Lord is a day of vengeance. Okay, remember Jesus read the book and then he closed it. Huh? See, the day of vengeance is ahead of us. And he promised now to send Elijah before that great and dreadful my, day of the Lord. You, talk, you think that COVID was anything? That was a picnic comparing to when uh, the, the, the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes or is approaching. I will send Elijah. What is Elijah to do? And look at it. And he shall turn. Everybody say turn. What is he going to turn? Huh? Have you ever seen a mother or a father trying to turn their child back to God? Or turn that child off drugs or from a bad company or whatever? Here's Elijah coming. And he will turn the heart of the fathers to the children. How is he going to do that? What's the message? He's got to have the word of God. He's got to go to the Bible. There's no way that you can, uh, even Jesus... He went to the, the, to the law and the prophets. He went to the scripture. Even at his resurrection, he quoted Moses, Samuel, the Psalms. So you cannot uh, be right if you're not in the Bible. The only right way is the word of God. There's no other way. You get a little book or some uh, literature and you think that's right, may, written by men. I say, Lord, this is, this is brother so-and-so or this professor or this wise man writing. If it's not the word of God, that wise man is confused. Amen. Because the Bible tells us that the book was delivered to the wise man in Isaiah. Remember we had that? So read this, I pray. He couldn't because it was seen. And then it was given to the unlearned man. I cannot because I don't know how to read. So here it says, and he shall turn. I like this. He shall turn the hearts of the father, the fathers to the children. And the heart of the children to the fathers. Have you ever mother or, or father. And you have your son that was serving God one time. Or your daughter and they're not serving God anymore. And then one day they walk in. Or you might be praying for them. And one day they walk in. With a joy and a smile. I think was Brother Andrew gave us a lesson a couple of weeks ago. Something like that. Where when he went out. Got the Holy Ghost. And when he came home, his mother knew. Remember? Amen. Your mother knew that you had something Amen. that you didn't have when you left. Amen. And you had the Holy Ghost. Amen. They can tell. Now, that's what God's going to do. And uh, uh, Israel and the father, Elijah is going to give the children something that the father had. And the children is going to want it. And the hearts is going to turn. And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And the hearts of the children... To their fathers. Because if they don't. They're going to have to start all over again. Like they went in captivity. It's a start all over. God's got the time. God said the kingdom will not be established then. But they'll have to go to another judgment. See. So Elijah must come. And turn the hearts of the children. 
and the fathers and make it back to God. That's where they're going to be turned to God. And lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Now when this prophecy went forth, there was a period of what? 400 years maybe. In hardly hearing from God. But, uh, uh, but you have this prophecy to go back. And then John the Baptist came. In John chapter 1. We will not get there probably tonight. But we will get there. Uh, he came as a forerunner. And he began to lay out something different. Remember John was from Levi I think. And he was supposed to be the priest in line. But so at Jordan two priests met. Uh, the old covenant from the Aaronic Levit Leviticus uh, law. But then now the Melchizedek priest. And there was a uh, ending over I must decrease. John said. But he must, uh, he must increase. And I think what Brother Steve was talking about the parting of the Jordan. And uh, Elijah and Elisha went over, but Elijah, Elisha came back over and they sat and uh, re, uh, retracked the path all the way back to, as it, Gilgal. Then he went on up to uh, Mount Carmel and dwelt, settled down in Samaria. That's where he died in Samaria. So uh, God is doing wonderful things. Now here's my link, but I have to link. And I gave you to read Hosea. You got to read that. Uh, I, I, uh, you need to read Micah. Can you write these down? Uh, books. And if you can read uh, the old 12 uh, chapter. I mean 12 books. Of the minor prophets. Because when you become acquainted with these books. You'll find out that there's a message there. It's all, it's, it, it's all over. In my, you have Micah. Uh, it prophesied what would happen. The, the first coming. And the second coming. See. Micah prophesied that. Now you can even go to Micah chapter 5. We will get to there. And then um, over in Hosea. Look at Hosea chapter. Look at this one chapter. And I'm, I'll close at this one. In chapter uh, 3. Of this little book of Hosea. Look, look at it. It only has about 5 verses. But the most powerful. Follow me now. That's the most powerful chapter. Right there in the, in the Bible. One of the most, and it's just a simple chapter, but it's a powerful chapter. Do you find that? Okay, Hosea chapter 3. And let's, let's, let's look at that. Let's read that. Can you all help me? Then said the, uh, then said the Lord unto me. Uh, and, and you will understand, I, I thought I was going to have some time tonight to explain about uh, Gomer, uh, the wife of, um, of Hosea, and... Uh, uh, Jezreel, the, the son, the first son, and what is um, the daughter? What was it? No, lo, 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 yeah, that was the daughter. And then she had another son. And she uh, named him uh, Rahami. Yes. Which means um, there was no mercy, was it? And the girl had no mercy. Yeah, we'll get into that. Into... Um, We'll get back into um, that when Hosea, these children uh, that he named Lora, uh, Rohama, no, not love. Uh, God didn't say, God said, I don't love you anymore because the children that you have is not mine. See, uh, they're not my children. And um, Lahoma, then finally, when Ren Ihami, which means they're my children. I know God is going to open up the windows of heaven. We're going to get into that. 
and to show you. And that's going to establish the kingdom. That's prophecy. That's the word of God. That's where it's going. It's not going to go any other way. I don't care what nobody says. It's not going to go according to how you think or I think. God doesn't owe us anything. And God doesn't listen to us talking that way unless it's in the word of God. God doesn't listen to you unless it's in the word of God. So you and I can have preconceived ideas, but that doesn't work with God. It's got to be according to the word of God. I will send Elijah. And Elijah will have a message. Now, uh, chapter 3 and closing of, uh, of, uh, of Hosea. Then said the Lord, let's all read unto me. Go yet, love a woman, that's Gomer, beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord towards the children of Israel. The only way, you would not understand, or Jose wouldn't understand unless God demonstrated how much he loved Israel. Although they were gone astray, worshipping golden calves, God said, I still love them. And they were bringing forth children that was not the children of God. See? Uh, strange children. And he says that, um, according to the love of the Lord towards the children of Israel, if you ever know how much God loves you, you'll cry out to him every day and every night. But it's because we don't know. You don't believe it. You don't, you've never been told how much God loves you. Uh, you know, even naturally, somebody said, oh, that person really loves you. You can tell when somebody loves you. See, but you have to pay attention to them. But if you don't go there, don't notice them, you won't know. But God has a love for Israel. Amen. And now God is demonstrating and telling them how much he loved them. The same thing goes for you tonight. God has a love for you. You know God loves you. How much do you love him? How much do you love God? And uh, it says that, um, um, Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord towards the children of Israel, who look to other gods, and love flagons of wine, worshiping idols and drinking and carrying on, you know that. Uh, ver next verse says, So I bought, look at, so what did he do? He obeyed. Uh, he, God sent him out to take her, because God has a message that the only way he could understand our Israel is he sent him out to get a lewd woman. And so he said, I bought her to me for 15 pieces of silver and for an omer of barley. And a half Omer of barley bought the lady. And now she was bought. Uh, and I said unto her, Thou shalt abide. He said, Okay, now the marriage vow. Thou shalt abide for me many days. Thou shalt not go back to the red light district or whatever. Quit your profession. No, you're my wife. Okay? God is using that to appeal to Israel to show Israel how much he loves her. And although she's like that, yet God said, I want you back. My God, you ought to shout. Yeah. You and I, we fall in sin. And God said, I want you back. Yeah. And he said, God, I'm too unclean. But God says, I want you back. Yeah. That's what he said to Israel. He sent a prophet to marry to a lewd woman to demonstrate how much he loved and want. Israel, this beautiful lesson. And thou shalt not be for another man. Say, look, I want you, don't go, don't even think about it. So will I, so will I also be for thee. Said, 
uh, you be my wife and you uh, I'll be your husband and we'll be for each other. For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king. How long now have they gone without a king? How long? At least 2,000 years, bro. And even before that. Because you know who their king is and will be? Jesus Christ. Shall abide many days without a king and without a prince. The prince of peace and without a sacrifice. And without an image. That's the image of God. Without a sacrifice. Without an image. And without an ephod and without a teraphim. And afterwards. Shall the, look here. After all this now. The long period of time. And afterwards shall the children of Israel return. How are they going to return? Elijah. The prophet is going to turn them back. To the word of God. And after this. After this long period of time. After the, shall, afterwards shall the children of Israel return and seek the Lord their God. Oh God, hear us. And they'll be crying and mourning. You know when you, you get on your knees begin to seek God. And seek the Lord their God. And David their king. And shall fear the Lord and his goodness. In the latter days forever and ever and ever. That's what the Elijah's ministry will do. Those powerful five little verses, right? Huh? Look, where, look where it ends. Huh? He went and he got this lewd woman. That's the summary of the lesson. He got this lewd woman. Bought her from the red light district for so much money. And he said, no, I'm marrying you. I don't want you to go to anybody else. And I will not. You will be with me forever. That's, you're going to find out when we get to in more further. Oh God. Allure her in the wilderness and border to himself and begin to give her wine from heaven and corn and blessing. Are you with me now? See, God, God that, that's the word of God. God's going to pour the spirit and the word upon Israel again. But he's going to send Elijah, that prophet, before the great and notable day of the Lord. Let me tell you, something is wonderful is going to happen to the church. Today, people believe that they're in charge. Well, I serve God if I want to. Yes. And I can go to church if I don't want to. And if I want to, whatever. It's all me, mine. But this sovereign God that we're talking about, he's going to rise with healing in his ring. And all of that uh, spirit that doesn't want to serve God is going to be burnt up like uh, 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 stubbles in a oven. Tonight, I want to serve God. I want to serve God before the, the furnace is turned on. I want to serve God before the heaven is lit. I want to serve God tonight because I love him. Because he's my God. I want to have the word of God tonight, don't you? I want to hear what the spirit is saying unto the church. And I want to tell you tonight that Jesus Christ, the messenger of the covenant, is returning. So we will stop there. But when I get back, we will pick it up. And we'll go into some of the minor prophets and begin to show you how and how they transgress at Gilgal. How it started, how the sin started, how the rebellion started. We will get back there. And you need to know your Bible. Otherwise, you don't, uh, you don't understand. If you're just going from one verse or two, or a preacher get up and give a verse and then he, he quote a verse and he dance and shout. And you think you know your Bible. No, you've got to 
I'll be able to, to uh, sing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. Or what, what is that? It's not a do, re, mi, fa, slow, la, ti, do. It's the word, the knowledge of the word of God. You've got to have it in your heart. Oh, but where do you get it from? The priest. The lips of the priest shall keep knowledge. So tonight we thank God for this wonderful weekend. And we thank God and we want you to pray for the convention in uh, Evansville, Indiana, Brother um, Wilt and his wife and beautiful church. And we're going there and then on to Mayfield. So God bless you tonight. Amen. Brother, uh, Brother Ronald, can you get up here, receive the offering? Come up, can you just, uh, Brother Ronald, come up here and receive the offering for us? God bless you tonight. I hope you enjoy the weekend. Praise God. Praise God. Give the Lord a praise tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God.